Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello and welcome to the match preview show. Toulouse versus Liverpool tomorrow night. Quarter six? Yes, correct. Quarter to six kickoff. Quarter to six, everybody. Make sure you hear that because you don't want to be turning up Hmm. at eight o'clock for a game that's already kicked off and Liverpool will be in the lead-off because you'll have missed the goals. It's never a good thing. I'm joined by Dan Corbin and by John Machen for this one. It's been ages since I've done a match preview show. I was going to ask you, is this your first? This season? (laughs) This season? It feels a bit strange to be honest with you I might not have done one since it was the uncensored match well that was, kind of, that was kind of where I was going since this, the, the show has changed title I don't think I've ever seen you on I to be honest I really don't I'm only here to sell Christmas jumpers uh, and what as it turns out I'm not a great model you want a, you want a thin guy in a jumper to make you look good but it's black and it's slimming so uh, yeah you know what it is what it is uh, redmanmerch.com uh, we're here to talk about Toulouse versus Liverpool anyway uh, press conference hasn't been yet so we've got no clip Assuming we still play a clip in this show. We do, yeah, correct. Get in. Um, so we've got no clip because the press conference is tonight. Loads of things to talk about, though. But bubbling under the surface at the moment, Dan, is a bit of a, a general wondering about the fitness of Ryan Gravenberg. Mm-hmm. And we're hearing conflicting reports that he was in training and that he's got a really, really bad injury. Yeah, um, from for one, for one end of the spectrum to the other, really, that, isn't it? Um, there's no middle ground there, or hopefully... Unless he got injured in training. Yeah, maybe, perhaps, yeah, that's <laughs> it, that's, that is the middle ground, I guess, yeah. Um, yeah, straight away, when the live training was broadcast earlier on on social media, everyone, including myself, watched it, and I couldn't spot Ryan Gravenberg personally, and there was a lot of sort of people on Twitter and on social media saying, I can't see him, where is he? And then a few people, like, found pictures of him and said oh he's okay he's there he's fine they're in the same gear and all that so everyone kind of went including myself went alright he's there kind of left it at that and now what five hours later or whatever it is people are like hang on he might not have been there and there might be a reason he wasn't there which is worrying to say the least uh, it's so gutting for him isn't it John because we were talking just off camera there it feels like he's starting to find his feet yeah, I mean, he's starting to look like a, a really, really good prospect for our future, isn't he? Uh, I and mean, that's the only saving grace for me is that, I, as I said off camera, I think he's still developing into the side. I don't think he's established in the same way that McAllister and Sobishly are now established. You know, I, I still think he's 
seen as someone who's got to learn a bit more about the role to become a a starter every week. Um, So it's less of a problem in that respect. But obviously you want to see him play because that's how he will develop. Yeah. That's it, isn't it, Dan? I think, you know, my thing with it, with Ryan Gravenberg at the moment is I can see the potential, yeah. I can see the touch and all that. Apart from maybe the Luton game, I actually don't think he's really put on 90 minutes together. He starts a game really well, kind of fades out. Yeah. And yet at Luton, he was probably one of our strongest players, at least in the second half. No, I think he was, yeah. I think probably him and Virgil van Dijk came out of that performance um, with probably the most credit, really, because it was a little bit meek for large parts, but I thought Gravenberg was lively throughout. And it's interesting that he literally hasn't put 90 minutes together in terms of being on the pitch for 90 minutes, more or less, since he came to Liverpool. And also, you're right, he's kind of flitted in and out of games in terms of his performance he's had flashy moments and you think wow he's brilliant and then he's gone missing a little bit and I still wonder whether that sort of the backlash if you like from last season where his season was just so stop start he never got up and running once at Bayern Munich he started three games in the Bundesliga and when he was getting dropped into games he was at a position it was a five ten minutes here and there he never ever managed to get into any sort of rhythm so I still think he and Liverpool are feeling the effects of that a little bit but on the point I've got no doubt I've been really impressed with him honestly I think he's got that X factor I think he's just got that little bit of special even probably more so than Soberslai and Soberslai has been absolutely outstanding but I think Gravenberg just just got that little that little wow moment whereby no one can stop what he's doing. Like Sobislai is brilliant, but I think Gravenberg has just got that little bit extra. So how did he do that? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's almost it reminds you of the Thiago thing, doesn't yeah. it? When he goes past the man with the same trick over and over, except he's thirty yards closer to goal, and for somehow he's goes back to goal and then he's past them, and you're like, yeah. what? And he's bigger and probably quicker than Thiago as well. So honestly, I, I've been amazed by him. And if he has got a bad injury, it's a big, big blow. Uh, yeah, and but it's okay. We got Kurt Jones then. Well, do we? Because uh, I don't think we do. Um, obviously, missed the game at the weekend, wasn't involved in the squad. Missed training on Friday, which kind of gave us the heads up that he might not be involved at Luton. Missed training today, Chris. It's not great. It's not when you're looking to probably rotate your squad, is it, John? And I suppose I'll actually get your, your thoughts on that first and foremost. Well, How I'd do you think Jürgen's going to approach this? I'd have thought the midfield picked itself okay. for this game but it doesn't anymore that's the problem and it's that one position you know I, I think Endo and, and um, Harvey Elliott are almost nailed on to play in midfield and you're just looking at who's going to play with them and I th- personally thought it would be Curtis okay. you know after his three game ban and coming back you know it, it, it would be a shoe in for that position but if he's carrying a knock and with a game on Sunday they won't risk him but who do you play in that role if you're not playing Gravenberg you're not playing Thiago you're not playing Bachetti who are you playing? You know, well, unless obviously Sobberslai gets another game. I um, hope that doesn't happen, John, to be no. honest, the Sobberslai thing. I wrote my team down <laughs> before I did a show for Redman Plus on the deep dive yesterday, and I did it as Endo, Elliot, and Kurt Jones as well. Oh, really? Yeah. I've got McAllister in my team. Really? Because he can't play on Sunday. Yeah, but Endo hasn't played games, so I'm, I'm fully on board with Endo at 60 minutes okay. off, rested for Sunday. Because he's just not started enough games for me, yeah. so I want him. I want him playing. I want him used to it. I mean, when was the last time he had a performance? And I've got Endo in the side as well. Oh, as well. Yeah, so oh. I've got Endo, Elliot, McAllister. Okay, I McAllister mean, in his natural position. That the Jones Gravenberch stuff, as I, I wrote this yesterday, makes sense. You just throw McAllister in there, keep Endo in his in his position. Yeah, yeah. you're absolutely right. The alternative, as I suppose, Dan, he could put Gakpo. Yeah. But then who are you start up front? 
That, yeah, that's the other one. I've got I had Gakpo in my team in my head as being part of the front three, of course. But you're right, he could drop him into the eight. He's done that quite a lot. He did that first game of the season at Chelsea, and he's done it here and there. Obviously, the back end of last season as well. He's okay in there. I don't love him in there, and I actually think him being in the eight started sort of the slow start of the season that Gakpo's had. That was kind of not at fault for it, but it was one of the reasons he never he hasn't really got up and running yet. Really, Cody Gakpo, the injury playing that position a little bit. So I'd like to avoid that if we possibly can, but obviously the injuries now might mean we have to do something a little bit different but like I say for me I would be going I take your point about Endo needing probably some rest probably an hour's football maybe you've got a McConnell on the bench if the game's wrapped up after the hour you get Endo off get McConnell on but I think with McAllister not being available on Sunday it's a no-brainer to get him in his natural position and it also lets us see him in his mm. natural position that's it no that's yeah, an interesting I've not even considered yeah, that John no I hadn't either just getting old just say can't, can't. oh I haven't got that can't, excuse can't um yeah. Manipulate all the possibilities. <laughs> <laughs> but, so I mean, I'm, I, again, I think it's partly because McAllister hasn't had the greatest of times. You know, I think he's doing okay, but there are some fans out there who've been on his back a lot for for not really being a very good number six, um, which I think is probably a bit unfair. Um, so yeah, it may well be great to see him in his natural position, but um, I frustrate the hell out of him if he plays well and then has to go back yeah. to being a number six. Well, yeah, that's a, that's a definitely. And the a other point. part of that is if he's if he's not playing on Sunday, then who's playing as the number six? And the the obvious one would be Endo. So do you risk him in this game, or do you give him more time in his legs before Sunday? I'd, I'd definitely I'd, be giving him some time yeah. to, to play in his position. I want to I want to see him warmed up into it and stuff like that. And you know, for me, it's an opportunity for Endo, isn't it, Dan, to stake a claim? And you know what? If Dan's right and it's Endo and McAllister and Gravenberch and Jones are both injured, it's time for McAllister to... I'd, I'd be having a word with Endo and going, this is me and you fighting for our rightful positions yeah, in this squad. Yeah, yeah. We've been fighting with each other for one. Let's fight for both together. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I've, I've made a point a couple of times now on our podcast on the Monday about having specialists in specialist roles and stuff like that. And both of them should be looking at this tomorrow night if indeed it is what I think it might well be now in terms of team selection. And they should say, let's put in a proper shift a proper performance here and then when our next game comes around whereby we're both available probably going to be Man City game Klopp won't really have a choice but to pick them both very rightfully should be and I think more so for Endo because Mikhail's obviously had an amount of football now and we've we know what he can do he's Premier League proven and stuff like that certainly is his ace which is where he likes to be but with Endo I think games like tomorrow and indeed on Sunday when he's likely to play against Brentford massive massive opportunity for him because he's been brought in to whether you think he's a stopgap whether you brought him in to fill a void whatever it is he's been brought in as a specialist defensive midfielder and yeah. he's currently not been playing as one. Well. I so think that might be your phone, it. John. Yeah, sorry about <laughs> we'll that. We'll give it away. <laughs> <laughs> that was them ringing in with the results of the uh, the test that... Uh, I'm grabbing the to scan. Yeah, what's the news? How's it going on? News. <laughs> Bad news. Bad news, Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Um, okay, well, let's move on to have a quick look at Group E then um, in the Champions League, uh, Europa League, Blumenach. Uh, we obviously played 3-1-3 right now. We beat Toulouse 5-1 at Anfield, didn't mm-hmm, we? Yeah. Um, you can see they're on four points along with Union Saint-Gilois. Lask, obviously, uh, at the bottom with zero points. Um, Liverpool can't quite wrap up um, first place in the group today. Uh, because Union Saint-Gerouac could quite easily beat Lask. That would put them on seven points. Liverpool would be on 12 points. But you'd guess, and I don't think anyone's worrying here. I suppose it goes back to the overriding thing, John, is Jürgen didn't rest at Bournemouth as much as probably most fans would have liked. Obviously, we saw Salah and Sobers like start. Where are you with where you think Jürgen is and what would you do in terms of rotation? I think he's been getting his spot on for the most part. Um, I mean, and in this competition in particular, you know, he's given all all those lads a good run out against decent opposition. Uh, and they've done, I mean, they started off really awful, didn't they, in that first game? Yeah. They were terrible in the first half and then they just sort of grew into the game. And I think that, that, that's what's happened with the, with a lot of them. They've all developed as, as they've gone along. So I think the rotation's been fine. Um, and you, the thing about Bournemouth because you didn't know what the hell was going to go happen there did he because of the conditions so you know maybe he thought it was better to um, have some experience on the pitch than uh, than not I mean I, I pretty much think the team you know will be similar to what we've seen in the UEFA Cup all season or the Europa League as they call it now well they've this had week. they had Chambers starting at left back in the home yeah, game against them I don't them, think they'll he? do that this time around personally Simicast Simicast yeah and then we had Doak start in the very first yeah. game of the Europa League on the right wing for Salah didn't we mm-hmm. Dan would you be tempted to see a little bit more Ben Doak yeah, oh yeah I'm always tempted to see um, a little bit more Ben Doak I think he's brilliant I do honestly I think he's such such a hot prospect um, the only thing is he's back in training now he's part of the Master squad obviously at Luton on the weekend so he's clearly available again after his little injury um, yeah it's an interesting one I think we'll definitely see some Ben Doak tomorrow night I could pretty much put a decent amount of money on that to be honest it's whether you see him for an hour at the start and then you go Salah like we did in Austria and you mentioned there we weren't very good for a while in last we went 1-0 down that game obviously so I think Jürgen Klopp has seen that game and seen the fact we had to come from behind and we had to improve as the game went on and he's taken that as a little bit of a lesson learned and he's going a little bit stronger from the start mm-hmm. i.e. the likes of Salah Sobbers lying the cup etc etc trying to get games wrapped up and then making his changes and then bringing on the likes of Ben Doak so 
I think we will see him, but I would be just about inclined to go Salah from the start with the idea that you get the game done and dusted 2-0 by the hour, 70-minute mark, whatever it is, and then you go Ben Doak, etc. Okay, so we started that, that away game with Bacetic, but other than that, it was a really strong squad at side. It was Bacetic right back, Canate, uh, Van Dijk, Timakas, Elliot with Endo in the centre, Gravenberg, Doak on the right, Nunes through the middle, and Luis Diaz on the left. And the reason I ended it with with Luis Diaz is, the, what are you doing with him at the moment, John? Because I'm obviously, playing. nice. I would. I think the guy needs it. I think you know he needs to get his his mind. You know, on other things than the horrors that are going on off the pitch, um, and you know, coming on and scoring a goal the other day—I mean, can't, can't have done him any harm at all. So yeah, I'd, he's made himself available, so I'd, I'd be playing him, and, and not not just that, of course, because if you're gonna if Gakpo does end up in midfield for any reason, then we are going to be light up front anyway. Mm. You know, so you're going to have to make choices about who of our regulars get, actually gets to play. Uh, and you know, obviously Salah plays a lot of those games. Um, Nunez, obviously, as you said before, he's he's played in the team in the past. Um, but if Gakpo drops out, they may well not want to take a chance with all of them. You know, they might want to put in Doke on the right. Um, who knows? You know, and certainly I would play Diaz from the off, and I'd play him with Gakpo and Salah up front. If Gakpo is able to play up front rather than deeper, where where are you with your defenders? I think Kelleher in goal, obviously. I would go with Gomez, Matip, Kwanza, and uh, Simicas. Yeah, Dan, where are you with your teammate? Similar, and it's something that Klopp hasn't done yet in these cup competitions with all the rotation he has. He has never gone with two youngsters at the back, i.e., Chambers and Kwanza. I would like to see him do that tomorrow. I think we've seen a little bit of Toulouse and the threat they pose or lack thereof. They they have done a bad run at the minute. They haven't won in like six games. They got beat at the weekend. By, yeah, they got beat at the weekend by La Havre, who were newly promoted to Liga. So they're not exactly on fire. So I will be tempted to go just because of Simicass and Robertson situation. Obviously, we know we haven't got Robertson. We can't risk Simicass too much, in my opinion. So I'll be tempted to go Chambers and Kwanzaa with Matip and Joe Gomez. I, I did consider that, but I ultimately fell with the same back four as John. Yeah. I thought Kwanzaa with Timakash, Matip and Joe Gomez ahead of Kelleher, obviously. I went Endo Elliott Jones yesterday. That's obviously a doubt. I actually did put Ben Doak in with Gakpo. In me nine, I went Jotter on the left hand side because I want to see. I want the reason why, and it's a small thing. I just wanted Diaz in front of, you know, us in England. You know what I mean, rather than no, an yeah. away game and, yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. That's what mm. I was thinking. But then it was an away game at the weekend. He comes into and scores, doesn't he? So I've got no yeah. doubts. Whatever he pick, if he, when I, he picks Diaz, he'll be available and ready. Yeah, I, I, I'm not so sure that their um, current league form is going to play any part in this game at all. I, I just think that they're going to be up for it. I thought they were a bit more sprightly than I imagined they would be in Anfield. Um, I mean, they could have gone to 3-2 just after half-time, couldn't they? When they decided to do target practice on Trent instead of scoring. Um, so I, I, I think there might be a bit of a handful. Mm -hmm. yeah. Are there any players, Dan, from, from a Liverpool point of view that we've 
we've maybe only seen him glimpses. Obviously, we've mentioned Doak, we've mentioned Chambers. Mm. Who was the lad who came on for Chambers at left back? Uh, Callum Scanlon. Yeah. yeah. Do you think there's the a chance for an out, a, yeah. another player of that ilk to get involved it, in? Yeah, there is. There is. It definitely is. Um, was it because it's away you're thinking now? More that, and it would kind of be one or the other. It's got to be a Chambers or a Scanlon because they both predominantly play left back. Saying that, having watched Callum Scanlon play at left wing for the 21s on Saturday just gone, he is a very attacking. You mentioned speed. He's a very attacking left back, like crazily attacking, um, which is why I think they prefer Chambers. Um, certainly when Trent's playing because Chambers can do the inverted stuff on the other side he can fit in as a left sided centre back as well he does that a lot for the academy side so I think Chambers is just about heading the pecking order but in terms of other youngsters I think I mentioned McConnell earlier he's one who's been in and around the squad a lot in pre-season I think he might travel tomorrow because of the defensive midfielder situation we've got going on with Endo and McAllister and stuff um, Scanlon might well be there and we could see him the other one who we're missing, really, from the Europa League and indeed the Carabao Cup is Bobby Clark. Um, it's a shame that he's not been available for a while because he would have featured quite prominent, prominently in these games, but unfortunately he's been sidelined for a few weeks now. So, John, comes time. Score predictions, my friend. Ooh, I haven't thought about it. Um, I actually think we'll win, and I think we'll win quite comfortably in the end after maybe a few scares, but I think probably 3-1. <laughs> 3-1, okay. Dan? Yeah, I fancy us tomorrow night. Um, I just think we're just a bit too powerful for this group um, in terms of the squad and what we've got at our disposal. So, yeah, I, I was going to say likewise, but I'll go for an even more comfortable night than that and I'll say 3-0. Okay. I'm going to go Liverpool don't play their best. Liverpool do win, but it's a boring 2-0 victory and that everyone will just forget about I think people will just be like that was a shocking game of football on a Thursday we've just night. had one of them not, not, yeah. not another one please <laughs> it's just the way we do it isn't it I mean going yeah. about our business you could call it you could yeah you could I'm I'll frame it like that on the <laughs> night, but I will also want to poke my eyes out yeah, while I'm watching yeah. this type of a game. I think that's what it's going to be like. I, I don't know why. I just I just feel like we yeah we always seem to just make it hard work for ourselves, don't we? So there you go. That has been the match preview, John. Dan, thank you so much for joining us. Um, thank you, of course. Don't forget to like the video, uh, subscribe to Red Men TV, and we'll see you all soon.